0: You're listening to the Kilcullen Diary Podcasts, stories in sound from a village grown bigger. Hello, I'm Brian Byrne. This is Kilcullen Diary, looking at the preparations for the imminent and welcome return to school for the children of the parish, after what can only be described as a very rocky last term and summer break. All the primary schools in the parish seem fully set for this week's reopening, or next week, where appropriate. While it may seem that the airways and other media are quite negative about the matter, the actual fact is that the schools themselves are quite on top of things, and have been for some time. That certainly is borne out by Anne Flanagan, Principal of Skullbreed in Kilcullen, who spoke to the diary this morning. By far the largest primary school in the Kekulon area, it has some 670 pupils and 60 staff, including 41 teachers.
1: It's great to have the staff back. There's a great enthusiasm, there's energy, there's, you know, everyone is optimistic and we're all just very, very positive, confident and hopeful that things will work. We have been communicating for the last number of weeks now the various processes. First of all, we issued our COVID response plan. you know, all of that. Unfortunately, we were waiting for information from the Department of Education. It was, you you know, it only came about three weeks ago. So we had a lot of planning to do to get our new reopening plan in place. But we had the management team, the in-school management team in, and we had a number of meetings to devise a new plan. We had a board meeting and uh, got it ratified and discussed the, the new plan. And everybody had their say because... We can't cover every eventuality, but we have a fairly comprehensive plan now in place, and we have communicated that now to all the parents. And uh, you know, the parents are fantastic for cooperating with us. So we've drop off points, collection points, emphasizing the social distancing, the pods and the bubbles, and all. there's a whole new language even going with it. But I'm fairly confident that it's going to run smoothly
0: and Flanagan. That's a thought which is echoed by one of the smallest schools, St. Joseph's in Halverstown, which celebrated its 60th anniversary last year. With 54 pupils, David Dempsey is the principal.
2: We've put in place pretty pretty much everything that we want to put in. We're really lucky in comparison to other schools that, you know, it's obviously a smaller school than most, but we've got more space and size. Like, our classroom's would generally be a bit bigger than the standard classrooms anyway. And then obviously we've got slightly smaller numbers within the classroom, so creating pods and spaces and all that was a little bit easier for us. And then, you know, we've got a slightly bigger ratio, I suppose, of staff. Like we have, for the three classes, we've got our three teachers, obviously, the three support teachers and the two SNAs, um, as well as the secretary as well. So we're well kitted out. There wasn't as much stuff needing to be done in our school, maybe as in other places. I, I've been inviting kids in for the last couple of days who are feeling a bit anxious, uh, just reaching out to them and showing them around the school and they're just amazed that actually it looks the same really, apart from the desks are a bit more spaced out. sanitizers on the walls, and yellow posters to be seen. But uh, no, things are going well, things are going well, we, you know, looks we've gotten our bit of training now and uh, on a staff level and we know about, the extra cleaning that we want to do and just, do you know what, I'm just raring to go to actually see the kids again and get back teaching. You could overthink these things to a certain degree and, you know, you start second-guessing yourself and you don't really know if it's going to, oh, the details are going to work until, you know, the kids actually come back and you see it happening live.
0: David Dempsey. No matter how well prepared for it, the children going back to school will be facing an unusual first term. Apart from the physical differences in the buildings and the classrooms themselves, they'll have been affected in different ways by the disruption of last term in March. It's the start of Brannockstown Community National School's third year, where Principal Sarah Fitzpatrick and her colleagues will be welcoming some 40 pupils.
3: Um, I suppose if there's a third thing we've been doing with the meeting as a staff to look at curriculum, given that children missed a chunk, a third really, of the last school year, and to discuss the starting points for learning. So we've agreed that actually each child will have their own starting points for learning. There was no universal experience of COVID. All the children had a very different experience depending on a whole lot of factors. So we've made some, some kind of adjustments. I think there's a lot of fluidity and flexibility in where we're starting and where we will be going, particularly for the first half term up to the end of October, that six week period. Um, But we know that we have four main things we want to focus on. We mentioned outdoor and PE. Another focus or priority would be SPHE and well-being. And the other two would be literacy and numeracy, because we still want to support children to reach very high standards in language and in maths, but in fun ways and still with the hands-on.
0: Sarah Fitzpatrick. Although it's not a parish school as such, the privately operated Kildare Steiner School at Gormanstown is also looking at having up to 40 pupils restarting the new term and year. As might be expected, they're taking a slightly tangential approach to the others, as the school's Nikki Ellis says.
1: All the teachers have met and we've decided to to be very minimal in our approach. Um, No one will be wearing a mask. The children can wear them if the parents want them to but the teachers won't be wearing a mask we will up our hand washing routines we always do have hand washing before food but we will be upping that every time they go in and outside of the classroom Um, they'll be spending more time outside than they would normally of course we have enough space because we've got four acres of land and each class is a very small class We've also decided to cap our numbers to 12, so there won't be any more than 12 children in the classroom at any one time, um, for that reason as well, so that we can spread ourselves out and there'll be enough distance between everyone.
0: As Nikki Ellis said, being outdoors is a big part of the Steiner School experience. For Branockstown CNS, that will also be the case. Sarah Fitzpatrick has just taken delivery of a number of outdoor pieces of furniture.
3: So we have five lovely pieces of furniture that arrived. The TP, the benches, the blackboards, the pallet house and the mud kitchen. And I think this will really support us in planning for children to have more outdoor time and more PE time uh, in, in the current year. And we know that children having, uh, having areas of interest and having uh, a, a kind of a play opportunity outdoors is central to them enjoying the outdoors in exploring and investigating and creating so we're still able to have for example an outdoor restaurant where children still have their own plate and their own cup and they're the only ones who touch their own plate and their own cup but all of a sudden now we've turned what is potentially you know a very challenging time for children into something that's almost magical we're going to maximize the outdoor time for all children, regardless of age, so that it's not just limited to the morning time, snack time and lunch time.
0: Whatever about precautions, preparations and processes for the new school term, it's all about the children in the end. All about re-establishing a normalcy to whatever degree is possible. That's at the core of the school of Reed thinking. Anne Flanagan.
1: I know people question the use of the uniform, whether they should wear uniforms or whatever. I think wearing the uniform is part and parcel of school. I think establishing routines is very, very important for children, and when they're in a routine, that brings a huge blanket of security. They know what to do, they know where they're at, they know what happens next. All that brings security. So I think re-establishing just even the routine of. The hours of the school day, the predicted break times, the predicted home times, knowing what's coming next, all of those bring security to children and I think it's very important that we establish a school routine again.
0: In Haverstown, David Dempsey is also about establishing a space for the children that feels comfortable, safe and familiar and without dwelling on what everybody has had to be thinking about since March.
2: I'm not going to use words like pods or bubbles with the kids. I had a big Zoom meeting with all the parents there uh, last week, I think it was, and I I was telling them, all right, how pods and bubbles work, but, I mean, as far as the kids are concerned, once they come back in, you know, they're in their whatever class, in whatever room, and they're in set group, and, okay, they have to stick quite tightly to, uh, you know, that group for the day, but, you know, it just makes it all a bit more normal for them, really, because, I mean, Six months or nearly six months out of school, like they're going to be, I think it's been underestimated how out of sorts they're going to be coming back to school, particularly the younger ones. Like it's going to take a good while to get everybody back into the routine. And I mean, the kids are coming back on Tuesday, the first, because I thought a four day week was a a more humane way of uh, bringing them back rather than the full week to start with.
0: In Branaghstown CNS, as in every school in the country, a core element of the guidance from the Department of Education is the decluttering of classrooms. While for many pupils the pictures, the shared workspaces, the shared learning and play equipment have been part of the familiarity, they had to go, as Sarah Fitzpatrick says.
3: To review what we had built up the shared spaces and children having independence and autonomy to take what they need in the classroom and come back to their desks and move around freely, we've had to look again at all of that and cut out the shared areas completely. Um, it was sad to do it, but it had to be done, but we won 't be keeping children in their seats permanently. I know that the department 's advice reads that way, but we still want children in a very safe way to have autonomy and space in the classroom. And I suppose with our smaller numbers and our bigger space, we, we, you know, we're, we're lucky to be able to do that.
0: That was Sarah Fitzpatrick of Brannockstone CNS finishing this report. I'm Brian Byrne. This is Kilcullen Diary. Thanks for listening.